Welcome to the cream zone, my pastries. It's your putrid patissier Papa Wolf the dog, and I am here to cover all the Butterfield dough in various sweet sauces of my choosing. I hope y'all like some sweet grease. I am rolling out that dough live from 694.2 PTBP, the only radio station that doubles as a bakery in the dream times. Now I know y'all know that I love kneading that dough, but what I really need is some external validation from the listeners of my show. I have a need to need, but my need to be needed is so much greater. This Howlin' with Wolf was sent in by Modern Cannabis from Grand Junction, Colorado, who tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod, an equally meaningful and easy thing to do. He writes, Hey Wolf, the music you put out pleases the deepest depths of my soul. Keep spinning those great tunes and munching on the slimiest of fine foods. I hope those contention boys you keep telling us about manage to vacuum up all that nasty ooze I keep seeing out and about. And lastly, a shout out to the best playing group a fledgling keeper could ask for. Kyle, Lexi, and Moriah couldn't ask for a better group of funny, smart, and kind people to play with. Lots of love, Modern Cannabis. Well damn, thanks Modern Cannabis. It sounds like you got a good group of buddies there. I wish... I wish I had a couple of buddies that were funny, smart, and kind. All I got is my producer and my dog, Wolf the Dog the Dog. My producer is a piece of shit, and Wolf the Dog the Dog merely tolerates my existence. Maybe one day, I'll have a friend too. If you want to write up something for your pastry-loving wolf to howl, write up a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and send a screenshot to pretendingpod at gmail.com or just tag the show at pretendingpod on Instagram or Twitter. In return, you can put words in my mouth. What a damn deal. And while you're using your fingers to peruse the unfathomable thing that is the internet, stop by the damn subreddit. Some kid named Luke shitposts there constantly with the finesse of an Olympic athlete. Or join us on the Discord. The community is just as sweet as they are filthy. And if you want to trade currency for bonus content, check out patreon.com slash pretending pod for 23 exclusive episodes. The newest one from an ongoing Delta Green homebrew campaign just dropped. And that wily PTBP crew continues on live in the Den of Sin this Friday night, August 20th at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. If I've said it once, I'll hope my producer saves the clip so he can just play that audio again. The links are in the damn show notes. Here at the end of this story, there's everything to lose. But no matter how gory, I'll be here with the news. Last time, Keith bumped into Silas Cole, John had questions for his newest father figure, and Clark accidentally unleashed the otherworldly beast he's been freaking out about since episode 31. But hey, at least this horrifying behemoth is made of the dripping ooze that's plagued the group's every step, and also, thankfully, 
The incomprehensible monster is mounted by an anatomically upgraded assassin dressed as Fonzie that's controlled by an unnatural metal ball hell-bent on the destruction of humanity. So, uh, that's nice. Seems like a good time to take a hard look around and ask yourselves, what's your favorite bop with an open question as the title? And why is it Dragon in 3 with what kind of world are you living in? Thomas dies, you'll get his his when I die, <laughs> podcast money. Yeah. Can I have all your stuff and your points in the podcast? <laughs> oh, like my points in the podcast so far? Like as as far as the, the leaderboards go? <laughs> yes, the leaderboards that I have. You've never seen. The fans never don't know this about this, but there is a complicating scoring system that Zach uses to keep us funny. <laughs> <laughs> and just to keep you uh, you know just like working with any auteur there's some give and take with working with zach you gotta give a little and he takes a lot and <laughs> that that's how you make art so you know if that requires manipulating oh, and uh breaking down your players until they until they you know until they're not themselves anymore. They're just little balls of clay that you can mold. That's what Zach's done for us. You're all Jenna Maroney, and I'm the bad guy from Iron Man 2. <laughs> Mickey Rooney? Or not Mickey Rooney. Wait, yeah? Mickey Rourke. No. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. <laughs> if all of the Jenna Maroney, Mickey Rourke jokes were about Mickey Rooney. What about Mickey? <laughs> that would elevate an already great Wait, bit. <laughs> I think I just realized that they are about Mickey Rourke and not Mickey Rooney, <laughs> which I was so confused <laughs> wow. by. Wow. Wow. I just finished rewatching 30 oh Rock 2, so that's hilarious. I've got a gripe to complain. And she's like, tell me more. <laughs> What's up with iPhones today? <laughs> Is that Mickey Rooney or is that uh, Iago? That's more Mickey. Well, Rooney. you went a little, a little Gilbert. What's going on? What? I no. Oh, <laughs> so when we started recording this campaign over three and a half years ago, wow! Did you expect these small town contention cops to end up fighting a partial android dressed like Fonzie, controlled by an unnatural metal ball consciousness that's riding an oozing shadowy ape kaiju in an alternate plane of existence as the future messiah of a cult, the founder of contention slash inventor who created all these weird science items and one of those inventions itself in the body of its adopted father alongside that adopted father's brother who can burn people with his hands in reverse time itself? No, I thought it would be something a lot cooler. Probably like 10% of that. <laughs> well, I'm just going to open up this little envelope that I made for myself at the beginning of all this. And <laughs> yeah, all those predictions are written right down here. I got them. Oh, now, shoot. You now know wait, what? Joe, show, 
show that to the camera. Here, hang on. You, you'll see. I did. I did write down. I thought her name was going to be Mary Beth. I didn't write Rosemary. Uh, so yeah, I, I wow. whiffed it on that one. Whiffed it on that one pretty bad. What did Beth stand for? Better entity, time heathen. <laughs> <laughs> That's really solid. Can time heathens be like the theme of our second season? Yeah. Well, no, because I never want to do time travel again, but... The name of our prog band? Yeah, time heathens fucking rules. I know time bandits has a special place in a lot of people's heart, but if that movie was called time heathens, I think it would be unbeatable. What about clock stoppers? That movie... Was great. Is that like when you like interrupt two people who are definitely going to get it on? Or wait, no, that's cl- co- you said clock, cock blockers, <laughs> clock stoppers. <laughs> clock stoppers has the weirdest ratio of being so bad and being something I've thought about ever since I've seen that movie. Like the ability to stop time and what it's you can do. It's not a good that. movie, but like I've thought about it. At least once a year since I've seen it, probably more often than that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Have you guys seen Time Fuckers? <laughs> Is that about the guys who How's fuck herbs? <laughs> that's that's spice holes, cilantro's. <laughs> oh, ah. oh, Time Fuckers is just about this dog. A dog. <laughs> Uh huh. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah. I just watched Back to the Future for the first time. Really? Did you know that was originally going to be called Time Fuckers? (laughs) (laughs) That 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 makes sense. I uh, heard a fact today that uh, I I I didn't I didn't verify, so I should probably check it before I spread misinformation. But I'm just going to say it. Apparently, the Muppet Show. They made two pilots for that originally, and one of them was called The Muppets Sex and Drugs Show or something like that. And I don't know if that meant that they were going to go with an adult route for it, but that's what it was called. It was like The Muppets Sex and Drugs. Or whether they were just going to teach kids about sex and drugs. <laughs> I don't know what the- Like a reverse dare program? They, this is a great uh, scenario called- to introduce without having any of the background for it because we can just wildly speculate until Luke ruins it by looking it up. Luke, yeah, don't, don't, don't it ruin it. it up. Don't look it up. Don't yet. ruin it. The no, Muppet Show Violence. Oh, violence, even better. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So is the pitch there that like the network is like, give us two like ideas for a show and they really want to make the Muppet Show and they're like, I guess if we give them the Muppets sex and violence, <laughs> they got to make the Muppet Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god just seeing of like a gritty like gritty in a in the set in the sex and violence show yes. yeah oh my god i mean gritty is gritty the epitome the of sex ultimate and violence villain of the muppets <laughs> or the hero huh what about gritty just as a detective in philadelphia <laughs> sex and violence <laughs> gritty sex and violence unit. gritty sex and violence <laughs> Yeah, SVU stands for Sex and Violence violence (laughs) Gritty and his partner, Chris Maloney, have to take on the mean streets. Just fucking... Remember when everybody saw Chris Maloney's, like, ass in his pants a few months ago, and that was trending all over the place? And people were like, why is Chris Maloney's ass so good? It makes sense. Google that. Look at his face, and you're like, that guy has a great ass. He's got a real ass face. (laughs) You know when you look at somebody's face and you can tell they got a nice dumper? 
my god. That jawline looks like it shits. This is something I wanted to bring up. <laughs> Somebody on the Discord, you you said like, you know when you look at a person's face and you see what you want to see and not what's there? Yeah. I don't know what that means. And one person was like, I wonder if Zach has a little face blindness. And I just wanted to know if that, do you think you do or? Yeah, it's a good point, Luke. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I just meant that when you are familiar with someone over time, uh, you see them differently than I think that you would if you were just seeing them as a stranger on on the street. I think that your perception of your relationship to them and the way that they've treated you and the way you've treated them and the way that you perceive their actions and the way other people perceive them changes the way that you view them physically. Yeah, that's where I disagree. Yeah, I know. It's just my opinion. And all of science backs me up. <laughs> right, right. It's just my I factual opinion. studies that you forwarded me, yeah. which was like, hey, in the future, if you ever need to know, and Zach was just sent me all these links that were clearly to like crudely handmade websites, but it was like University <laughs> of Florida study confirms. Science says. Anything Zach says in the future is correct. Shit scientists say.com. And I was drunk enough the first few arguments that that worked, but no more. <laughs> oh boy. I'm nervous. My hands are sweating. Fucking get over it, Zach. Pull your shit together. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's okay. Rose M-A-R-Y, a gaunt woman with crazy hair and enormous thick glasses that make her already large eyes look even bigger, dripping with muck from every orifice, wearing jeans and a white t-shirt with a leather jacket, leapt off the back of her commandeered four-wheeler and mounted this thing of Clark's nightmares. The four metal tentacles that protrude from the back of her neck wrapped around this incomprehensibly enormous beast that drips with pure darkness, and the camera dollied left as this lumbering monster raced toward the ledge of its unnatural toilet paper roll treadmill, and as it falls, the camera turns 90 degrees sideways to match the change of the gravitational pull. The luminous land on which you all stand shakes as the Gigantumbra Pithecus arrives on your axis, and Rose, M-A-R-Y, muscle memory engaged, leans back and casually throws a double thumbs up as the goddamn muck and miry behemoth beneath her roars. Roll sanity. Oh, fuck. I brought everything out here but my dice. Yeah, I failed. <laughs> there should be some right on the uh right in front of you, Thomas, in the little can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> you can still tell them where they are. In the thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. The yarn boat. Yarn boat! Baby yarn boat! It's so yarny. Ninety-three, I fail. How'd you do there, Clark Bishop? You probably need me to roll again, right? That's because it was bad audio or something, right? <laughs> this is the most I've ever wanted to lie about a role, I think, in the history of the show. Uh, but it's an 82, so that's over my power. Oh, right. Mine's way over my power, too. Yeah. Oh. 
I rolled over my power too. I had a lot of time to think about if I would lie about that roll or not. <laughs> I was sitting there stewing, looking at the dice and saying, man, I could just say, I could just say it's under my power. <laughs> I've lied about exactly one roll in the history of this podcast. It happened recently and I feel super, super bad about it. So, <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. That's just for all the role players out there. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's no Thomas. I hate to do this. You're you're out. Yeah, we signed a contract. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) We did a blood oath with Zach that we would never lie to him. Even as jokingly, that like made me want to (laughs) cry. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. At least you've learned your fucking lesson. I just wanted to scare Joe straight and any other listeners uh, in the prison sense. Not a, You like yeah. that? You like the use of that language there, Thomas? <laughs> well, that's not what that <laughs> feel good about that. that? N- no, I felt awkward about it as soon as it came out of my mouth, but that's not the intention <laughs> of the phrase. Prison, you know, it's scared straight. Not great. <laughs> scared straight, not great. All right. I so. failed with a 52, which is over my power. Oh, my God. This okay. is the worst. Yeah, you, this might be the end here. If you would have succeeded. Let's just take this one from the top. You would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zach, how do you feel about lying about some roles right now? <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about lying about an episode? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Everything if you would have succeeded. This week down the shitter. 1d4 would have been your sanity damage if you would have succeeded that check. So I need everyone to do 1d8 plus 1. Holy oh shit. Oh my god. This really might be the end. 3 for me, 2 plus 1. Oh my god, I rolled a 1. You fucker. <laughs> and I had to because well I've done. only got 4 sanity. So <laughs> holy shit. Oh damn. I rolled a 3 plus 1 is 4, which brings me down to 12 and my breaking point is 10, so I'm good. I take that back about having only four sanity. I had seven. I was looking at my breaking point. So I'm at five total now with a breaking point of four. (laughs) Damn, dude. This is bleak. Although I did kind of prepare because the next sentence in my notes is resolve what will probably be a shit show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why would you think that? I didn't hit my breaking point. (laughs) No one did. No one hit their breaking point and no one rolled five or more sanity. So we don't have to do fight, flight, or freeze. And so and we don't have to take on any new manias, but you did all roll over your power. So in combat order, which we are now in, we're going to go through that. And Don, oh, automatically with an extreme sanity hit here, even at your zero sanity, We'll peek behind the curtain there. Don D. Pettymore, fully insane. <laughs> yeah, oh, mine is uh, is zero right now. <laughs> and who and knows did you how roll long? Over zero. I didn't. Yeah, I I tried to roll, but I was just like, man, the dice just stopped midair. Yeah, I threw and it in there. The table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your fate. Uh, go ahead and roll, Justin, okay. real quick for me. Gotcha. Oh, 15. Okay. Yeah, it's That's not over my willpower fail. though, but yeah, it's uh, it's a little <laughs> over zero. <laughs> Keith Vigna, you are standing next to yourself as you see this lumbering beast roar and the hair on your head like is pushed back by the sheer power 
of this roar. Keith looks at the at the monster and at Rosemary and then at all the people surrounding him and he kind of starts to back away until he looks down at himself on the ground and sees the belts laying next to him and he grabs the belts and puts it around his own neck but not his own neck but his own neck <laughs> and starts to <laughs> and starts to strangle Silas Keith Beans Cole Silas Cole is far too weak and the blood in his body is all in the wrong places in order to resist this in a in a confident fashion. Also, as I'm doing that, I'm I'm using one hand to kind of like strangle him and one hand to massage the blood back up into his head. <laughs> put it back, put it back, put it back, put it back. I don't know why you brought this thing here. A slender, muscular man in a black t-shirt with tribal tattoo sleeves on both arms going down his hands and fingertips with friend branded on his forehead, completely overwhelmed by terror, knows that the only thing he can do in this moment is try to take this thing down and he sprints toward this huge creature and he runs and he has this staff made of pure darkness in his hand and he's whipping it back and forth on either side of him to build up momentum and speed as he's sprinting toward this thing and as he's about to jump to take his blow against this tree-sized limb that is hitting the ground this bipedal creature just lifts one of its legs and stomps on the top of Germain Glass, pushing him fully into the luminous land you all stand on. You see the body of Germain Glass become engulfed in the oozing darkness of this creature, and the entirety of Germain Glass's body dissipates into the leg, and as he is consumed, the creature grows ever so slightly. Oh no. Fuck. <laughs> Clark Bishop, you see red. Someone has to pay for this. Clark had just done that to-do Hakanoose thing and it didn't work at fucking all. And in fact, it broke it loose. So that's what he is flipped out about now. I think he wants to try again because he, he now is filled with rage. He wants to hurt that thing that he accidentally now has let loose. I think that's the thing he wants to try to take out his aggression on. Uh, he's going to try another spell, even though he doesn't know spells. He's, he's going to try and summon it up from within him to do it. I love it. I love it. Go ahead and roll unnatural. Uh, uh, are we doing the lying thing now? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Fuck yes! Uh, it's an 81 on a 63. Ooh-wee. This is the worst. I hate this. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing and giggling like it's fun, though. Fuck this I'm game you've made us play. And I love it. <laughs> I'm really happy personally 
And it, I, I'm rooting for you guys, but I'm stoked about what just happened. <laughs> uh, Clark, go ahead and chant for me. <laughs> microwave dinner! Microwave dinner! Microwave dinner! Powerful and ancient spell. This enormous, powerful wave of, of oh, these waves, these tiny radiation waves emit from your mouth and hit direct on this enormous lumbering creature that is at least five stories tall. And as it hits, this thing begins to crumble. Like an ooze that is dissipating, like a slug with salt being poured on it, and Rosemary is slightly losing her balance on top. And then the vibration of this muck inside of this creature and covering the entirety of its outside and its limbs go into itself before it splits into two separate, equally sized gigantumbra pithecuses that are the same size as the original but now there's two of them in front of you and Rosemary is on one they put out their hands to each other like Romeo and Juliet in the Leonardo DiCaprio version in the glass and then they turn their massive unnatural oozy ape-like heads to face you all you done fucked up, Clark. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, shit. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Dondi Pettymore, you hear a phone ringing. Ring, ring, ring. Ring, It's the... Do y'all, do y'all hear that? John, do you hear that? Do y'all hear that? It's the, it's the phone. And I start walking in the direction that the phone is seemingly oblivious to everything around me. I didn't I didn't hear anything, Don. Which is the opposite direction of this gigantic beast. And you are walking toward the towering building in the opposite direction. I'd start walking at first, but I'm picking up speed while muttering to myself about the phone. We can uh, we can fix all the I can fix this. I can fix this. Like you can kind of hear him like repeating things like that over and over again. Radical. John, your turn. Having rolled over his power, John Lee Kevinball has has lost sight of what he is. It finally all washes over him, the split bodies, the lives, everything, and it and it's more than he can handle. And the situation is overwhelming, but all he sees is Keith Beans killing his daddy. A white like glow pops out, you know, from the back of Sam Elliott's neck, and a silver ball shoots into the air. Sam Elliott crumples like a little puppet. Oh, Just fuck. to the ground. Like you like you cut its strings. <laughs> and and there is there is a silver ball racing straight for Keith and Silas. Holy shit. Rose, M-A-R-Y, pinches the cuticle on her thumb and begins to peel. She pulls off a long strip of skin from her nail bed to the crook of her elbow. Hey, Zach. Blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, man? Ew. Can we fuck that? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Zach, can you not? (laughs) 
Yeah, we tried to keep sex out of the podcast, but if you could, you know, obviously you're getting very, you're getting very, I think it's gross when people force sex into role playing, but uh, we want to fuck that. (laughs) And this beautiful slit just has blood pouring out of it. You're not going to get me like you did with Giant Gash, buddy. It's not going to work twice. (laughs) Blood pours down onto one of these gloomy beasts as she pulls off the skin on her forearm like fancy gloves, fingers first, and then one smooth removal. Rose M-A-R-Y reveals a silver metal structure and she cackles into the sky above. <laughs> you poor, pitiful animals. You needed to so desperately remove me from your world. You hunted me and my children, my creations for what reason? Because we were already what you desired to be? Or do you hate yourselves as well? Regardless, humanity has had a good run, much better than you deserved. You claim to admire kindness and you reward the brutal. You insist patience is a virtue and you take advantage of the forgiving. You honor loyalty? It took absolutely zero effort. And she points at Silas Cole, fool branded across his forehead. For one of your own to spill the beans on the location of humankind's destruction. I am going to take these black shiny devils back to your world. Break through Beans' Pond into the underground temple, which houses vat upon vat of my beautiful residue. Rise back up with a colossal strength your minds could not begin to comprehend. And then, finally, I am going to consume everything you know. John Lee Pettyball stops dead in his tracks hearing towards that. He had been speeding towards Keith and Silas, but he stops. The ball turns around from kind of just like the ground and and the air around you. You hear the ball speaking and it says to Rosemary, did you really just take the time to fucking throw in a beans pun in your villain speech? <laughs> And that's enough to snap him out of his his mania, I think. (laughs) He's offended by that. (laughs) Petty Moores never weren't much for poorly placed pun. (laughs) If your wordplay wasn't impeccable at a Petty Moore barbecue, you would be ruthlessly scolded and and ridiculed. (laughs) The second enormous, gargantuan, five-story tall creature melts itself down into a puddle of ooze and begins to climb the gigant umbrapithecus that Rosemary rides on, making it twice as tall and twice as wide. There is now a 10-story tall 
ape-like, shadowy, dripping darkness kaiju that is standing before you. Rosemary is almost impossible to see. She's ten stories high off the ground, riding on the head of this creature, and you see her tentacles are just waving about like she can't even control how fucking stoked she is about the situation. I'm going to pee. It will literally take 20 seconds. Okay. One, two... I'll believe it when I see it and hear it. <laughs> uh, Springfield <laughs> and smell Springfield, it. Missouri, ranked number fifty-six out of the top two hundred biggest cities in the United States for zombie apocalypse preparedness. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think I think it would rate higher. Shame we couldn't handle a real issue. Yeah, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> There's a building downtown that... uh, Like liberals. (laughs) My mom told me when I was like a teenager maybe, so I don't know if she was... I never looked this up. I don't know if she was correct or not, but there's a building downtown that does nanotechnology work, and part of what their research was was reanimating dead cells. And so I've always thought we're going to be ground zero for any shit that goes... the outbreak, yeah. zombie like that. (laughs) Just like the Delta variant. 68. 69. Yep. 69 seconds. 69. Much longer than 20. Much longer than 20. I I didn't start peeing <laughs> until 13 seconds. That's when I like <laughs> was it's in hard. the bathroom and like had things going. I stopped at Well, it's hard to piss when you're rock hard. I stopped shaking <laughs> at uh, 45 and <laughs> then I got back well, here. That's a good at, shake. Uh, well, you know, as you get older, it always takes, it takes longer. <laughs> My pee comes out faster than it's ever. To make it quicker, I usually just shake it while I pee. Slap it, whack it, throw it against the wall, but until you put it back in your pants, the last drop won't fall. That's true. Also, people who say if you like shake it more than two times or whatever, you're playing with yourself. I don't know what kind yeah. of fucking like... I've heard that. Fuck that person. Yeah, fuck them. They don't know what it's like to pee. All right, well, this is the anthem, so you guys should throw all your hands up. <laughs> who, who was that? Good, Good Charlotte. Charlotte. Good Charlotte, that's right. Yeah, Shake yeah, yeah. it once, that's fine. Shake, Shake it twice, that's okay. Shake it three times, you're, you're playing, playing with, with yourself. Forget. Wait, really? There's a song? Yeah. There. Yeah, that's the bridge of a song. That's what I knew it from, yeah. That song was the theme song of Madden 2003. So it played every single time you opened that game. So I... That sounds like probably, yeah. Had that song stuck in my head for years. That album's pretty good for what it is. That's That sounds like exactly the peak Madden year for, for Zaggy. Little 11-year-old Zach, love that shit. This creature just became enormous. Thomas got hard, went pee. So uh, <laughs> now we are at Keith. Keith is is strangling Keith, but uh, you know he hears <laughs> beans. But between Mary and and John Ball, Jovi, uh, he hears beans <laughs> three times. <laughs> this damn beans pun is going to be your downfall. He hears beans three times, and and it kind of like snaps him out of it. He's he's hearing his last name, you know, and he he kind of loosens his grip on the belt and stops massaging the blood up to Keith's head, and he 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 looks at at his friends around him, and he's like, she she just told us her plan. We can we can stop her now. 
You hear reverberating around you. Yeah, that's like a classic villain mistake to just give it all away in the big, like, the big reveal speech. I completely agree. I'm on your side. Uh, Keith? <laughs> do, you, do you choke him less? Comple- I drop the belt, and it's just kind of like, both of the belts are just kind of like, he's wearing them like a <sighs> necklace. I get down on my knees and look Keith right in the eyes. Hey, hey, buddy, hey, me. You're going to do something real important right now. And I'm going to help you feel up to it. You're going to, you're going to distract that. And I gesture to the 10 story tall thing. And I put my finger up his nose and pull my thumb like a finger gun. And then I slap him on the back and say, go. An enormous amount of glass family cocaine goes straight up into the dome of Silas Cole, who hasn't... (laughs) I thought you knew of some secret Keith button up your nose. (laughs) That every Keith had. (laughs) Technically, it's a... I know how to unlock the powers, you know? But no, yeah, no, you just like really dosed him dangerously against his will. (laughs) The ethics of of dosing yourself. (laughs) If any of these characters cared about ethics, they would have died a long time ago. Or would have just left. (laughs) Probably wouldn't have stolen all the stuff from the green box. Anyway. I slap him on the back and say, go get him, buddy. I start running towards the building. So Keith and Keith begin running in opposite directions. It is Clark Bishop's turn. Clark thinks Keith, our Keith's got the right idea. I think getting get in that building is our is at least will buy some time. John, uh, John, John, John Ball, can you? Uh, I, I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? We're going for the building. You don't exactly hear it, but like the vi- something about the way the air feels around your head answers in assurance it's not like you hear the word yes oh shit you just feel that like feel john yes. has said yes yeah <laughs> that's dope <laughs> it's fucking rad grab your uncle we got it let's go he's already he's already heading yeah, there. i'm already on oh, my that's way right. you want to take that line again <laughs> <laughs> let's follow don <laughs> <laughs> And it's Don's turn, and Don uh, Don hears Keith coming up behind him. Am I still hearing the telephone in front of me? Oh, yeah. Louder and louder with each step. Zeroed in on the phone, I pick up my pace if I wasn't already in like a full run. I'm just hoofing it. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Talking as though everyone's with me. Do you hear it, John? John. John, can you hear it? The air answers back yes. You you feel that. And you, you also you also just hear like it's gonna be okay. And Clark hears, I'm with you, run. And Keith hears, you're on the right path. But if you if you stop to look back, the ball hasn't moved. The ball sinks down from where it's floating in the air. And it almost seems to like sink into the ground a little bit. You can see weird currents and jolts from the air around it sort of like snapping into where the ball is and there's a there's a strange ozone smell and there's electricity around you and that's all you see right now oh my god holy shit what's going on 
<laughs> For those of you running toward the building, suddenly you see a man bent over, head and hands in stocks. He's dressed like he is in the Old West, actually. And Fool has been branded into his forehead. And as you're running toward him, you can hear him. He's just muttering to himself, We, we, was, we was made a real good running at him. I was getting evicted soon. Too much damn hesitation. And as he's saying hesitation, he looks up and sees what's happening in the distance for the first time. And he just stops cold. And you all hear a slight chant song reverberating from the other side of this towering dark building. This is the first time you've gotten close enough to hear behind this building the power of these voices. A chorus hits you like the sound of cascading waters and like the rumbling of loud thunder. Shakti Felicia 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 All for the overseer 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 and Clark, you recognize the sound of my theme song. <laughs> That's right. It's the music that plays at the end of Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Wait, really? Is the Wheel of Fortune uh, end song a banger? <laughs> yes, it 100 million percent is. Yes, it is. I'll have to check that out. Add that to a few playlists. Fun dance times, number three. Intimate home moments. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune and theme. And this huge mass of people begins walking in a circle from around one side of the building. You see two circles of people, a bigger circle and an inner circle. The outer circle going clockwise, the inner circle moving counterclockwise as they're chanting this song and you recognize there's a bunch of people dressed like they're from the old west in old timey clothing some of them have friend branded across their foreheads and every single person who is in either the inner or outer circle chanting this song they're all holding an animal or have an animal right alongside them. So with some of these Old West people, you see a guy who looks like a bartender, a guy who looks like a piano player, a guy who looks like a gambler named Thomas. Uh, <laughs> They're each holding a raccoon, a chonky kitty, yes. and a handsome black dog. The Critter Coalition! <laughs> you see Everett Pace, and he's got a friendly woodpecker named Wilson on one of his shoulders. <laughs> You see Jack Perlman. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He's got an old, chunky, proud chipmunk on his shoulder named Chip Montgomery. You see Professor Horace Green, who doesn't have an animal. He has the decapitated head of Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard in his hand. <laughs> see Drew Andrews' body. 
with an excitable black lab named Tyler. You see Gary Daly dressed to the fucking nines with a golden retriever by his side. Keith, you recognize your dog Bean, Bean immediately. Harry Clinker right next to him, also chanting, dressed in his classic bar uniform. He's got an old, handsome, gray dog with him. Mildred Mitchell is there with her rainbow earrings, and she has an old gray squirrel in her hands. See Jimmy Sanders, drug rug included, and he's got a possum with him. Named Common. Uh, drug rug? Does he not wear a drug rug? Oh, is that what those hippie ponchos are called? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've always called them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I can, I can buy it. I, I was there with you, Zach. <laughs> I like it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you could call them ketamine coveralls. <laughs> <laughs> you see Councilwoman Carrie Pages' body, who you know to have Drew Andrews inside, holding Salem the Cat's body who you know has Agent Trent Chad inside. You see most of the town of Contention with other animals, all these different creatures uh, from the Contention Critter... Fuck me. Contention Creek Critter Critter Coalition. Coalition. And you see people from every era since forever with other animals from other eras. Are there dinosaur? Are there dinosaur? Yeah. Great question. No, are there a yeah. dinosaur? Answer. Are there a dinosaur? Are there a dinosaur? Are there a dinosaur? We all know humans and dinosaurs coexisted. So. Are there has been of a dinosaur in here? Are there any contention dinosaurs? From a long time ago. I was just teaching my students is are, plural and singular, and I used farts as an example. We were learning the word disgusting. So I asked one of them, what's disgusting? And they said, what's fart. disgusting is you haven't answered if there was a dinosaur or not. Yet. Yeah. Are there a dinosaur? <laughs> That's there? fair. Okay. I'm going to assume. Yeah. Like, no, do you, no, there's not a fucking dinosaur there. You said animals from all times. Professor Horace Green like raises his hand and he's like, Actually, the whole area was an inland ocean in those times. There was never any dinosaurs here. But there was my beloved Mosasaurus. And you do see a Mosasaurus, which is kind of like a crocodile whale, fall out of the sky and die gasping for air. (laughs) (laughs) There's the one. (laughs) We brought one dinosaur. It's dead. (laughs) It's not a dinosaur, but it's contemporaneous. Yeah, I know big words, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't i shouldn't lie like sorry that. i've read books justin but are you read book <laughs> are you read are you read book <laughs> 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 <laughs>